You're listening to the Antos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories in the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Vod. And I'm Mac. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. The others called me mad. As I have said, that may be true. But must not even a madman rely on his own mind, his own experience, rather than that of others? All right, so let's go ahead and get this done, right? We got chapter 43. So we're just going to open up with Vin's point of view, and Orsiro tells Vin about the crazy stunt Ellen's pulled, going into the Kolos camp and everything. And, and Vin has that moment again where it's like, he really truly doesn't need me anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. This guy went into the Kolos camp and came back just fine. And I'm struggling to protect him. And then Zane is there. Or Sir warns Vin that Zane is there. And Zane comes in telling Vin that Demu is the traitor, basically trying to confirm Vin's suspicions. And based on what Zane has been doing, I highly doubt Demu is the traitor mm-hmm. <laughs> based on what he's been doing. And now that he's saying it, but he claims that set turned him and Vin believes that Ellen doesn't need her anymore. And so Zane convinces her, well, how about we do what you want to do now then? How about we, we do what you've wanted to do from the very beginning? And Vin's like, yeah, you know, Set came in and threatened my family. And, you know, enter Fast and Furious me mm-hmm. somewhere in there. And um, so I'm going to go kill him. <laughs> Is that, is, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go kill him. They, he proposes that they attack Strav, and so he's like, "Fine, uh, uh, attack Strav, uh, Set, not Strav." Or sorry, yeah. Set, Set. Yeah. But the thing that's scary, right, is Zane's like, "We don't, we're not gonna assassinate Set. We're going to make everyone who could possibly take his place fear us. They're going to massacre the outpost." Is their is their plan? And what's crazy about this, right, is that you know, Reen's voice. It's like it changes in her head. It's always told her. It says, you know, you need to hide. You need to be inconspicuous. You need to not be seen. You need you need to be worthless. And then it goes, or you need to be so powerful, no one in their right mind will mess with you. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, Orsur is like, uh, this is a bad idea. Or- Orsur just straight up begs. He goes, mistress, please do not do this. And she ignores him. And then we get Willen's point of view. Um... A guard, one of Set's guard, one of 40 men, the sole survivor of 40 men, when Zane and Vin attack. That is essentially it. It's an insanely, like, in my opinion, disturbing scene. These two Mistborn jump over the wall and just spray coins in all directions, and they drop 39 men instantly. And we go immediately back to Vin's point of view. And so, again, we're going to kind of skip through this because a lot of it's just really insane, cool fighting of her using Duralum. And I think the coolest moment for me is the one I'm just going to call out is she goes into it's because keep hasting. She goes into like the the ballroom, essentially, where all of the 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 stained glass windows are. And she Duralum in iron pulls everything into her and basically shatters the windows and all the metal frames and kills the whole all the haze killers in that room mm-hmm. and right before it hits her she Doralum and steel pushes it all away and just launches it and anyone else who was 
even remotely still alive at that point flies out all of the windows of this keep um another thing to mention is that she says Kel- these are haze killers kelser said he struggled to fight six and she had down 10 in the matter of three seconds mm-hmm. it is so like it's really pointing how much zane and vin are on another level than kelser when i think about that I think back to us going back through the first book of that fight with Kelsier versus the Steel Inquisitor and how absolutely insane that was. And you're telling me that Kelsier's nothing compared to these two, at least in raw skill and power right now. So they beat through everyone. No problem. And Vin gets to the top and Set and his son's there. Set's son steps in between them to try to protect his father. And Vin knocks him around like he's nothing. And she even notes, that's real fear. He's not the misborn. So she grabs Set and starts throwing him up against the wall. And it's just like, fight me. Why won't you fight me? Because she believes he's a misborn. And he's not. He's not. He can't do anything. He's a cripple. And then it all comes together for Vin. Vin goes, wait a second. We didn't fight a single Alamancer on the way up here. And Set goes, they're all dead. I used them all in the first attempt, you know, to the kill first you. part of it. Um, to kill you, yeah. yeah. That, that assassin group that Zane saved her from, he goes, that was all he had. And it clicks. All that, when they were in there, and all the Alamancers Vin was sensing, all of them were Straff's people. Mm-hmm. And Set didn't even know they were there. That's why Set was so. That's why Set's gambling. That's why he's so desperate. Because he's got he's got nothing up his sleeve anymore. He said the only Alamancer in his family has been uh, Orian. Yep. So that was in the. He's otherwise been completely deluded with Ska. And so Zane's going to step in and try to kill him. And I think his son is like a kid, like a little kid. No, his son. I, I think his son is like in his late teens early 20s but oh okay he's i I imagine a a kid but because he's he's like in tears and he's all freaking out yeah he's just not a fighter right 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 and then stops saying then he's like he's still controlling you Mm. and they leave and the chapter ends with leaving set and his son alone and we go on to chapter 44 and we get breeze's point of view and we kind of get to see how bad vin screwed up because Breeze is watching Set's army retreat. And he's like, this could be a decently okay thing. But then he sees that Clubs is scared. He and Clubs is like, he's like, why? Tell me what's going to go on here. And Clubs is like, we're, we're screwed because now that Set's army is not here and they're leaving. All Strat has to do is back off and let the Coloss pillage the city. And then come back in afterwards to take it. So... Clubs and uh, Breeze have this talk about how essentially they were they were dead from the beginning and that they've just done a very good job at stalling. But now that was the final nail in the coffin. And we get an insane parallel to Kelsier here as Ham and the entire crew are terrified of Vin. And they're questioning whether they should even keep her around at this point. Um, I get those flashbacks to those moment in book one where the crew's talking to Kelsier, talking or talking about how scared they are of what Kelsier's doing, and talking about how they might have to leave Kelsier alone to do this himself because of what he's doing. We get that same thing here. We learn that Vin and Zane, in the matter of what 
a 10-minute assault on the keep killed over 300 soldiers by themselves. But Vin's on the run now. She's nowhere to be found. Ellen's talking, and the only thing, the only person who believes that Vin would have had anything of a good reason to do what she does is Ellen. Vin keeps, or Ellen keeps telling them, you know, she must have had a good reason. She must have had a good reason. Why? And then everyone else is doubting her, but she must have had a good reason. They all learn the from Ellen that Jastis is using the fake money. Ham feels that Vin could have finally snapped and become insane. And they're just trying to figure out what the heck they're going to do next when Asur, Asur comes to Ellen's side and secretly tells her, hey, I found Vin. And he's like, how did you find her? And he goes, well, I followed her that night. She went with Zane. And then when she left, I followed her again. And at that point, I knew kind of where she was. And it was just a matter of searching until I found her. So Asura found her. And Vin and Ellen talk. And Ellen or Vin finally reveals to Ellen, because I, I didn't realize this up to this point, but Vin hadn't told Ellen how she got her earring. And she describes kind of the, she kind of implies this on herself. She describes the crazy her mom is. And then kind of starts to imply on herself, you know, kind of what if I'm like that? What if this is going to be? And then she lays out, am I not, you know, I don't think I'm good enough for you. And Ellen Ellen does apparently what is the right thing uh, in this moment. He tells her that, you know, no matter what you do, I trust you to make the correct decision. So if what do you feel like you need to do? And she feels like she goes, I feel like I need to go north. And Ellen's like, do it. Do whatever you need to do to 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 be the person you need to be, to be to do whatever. I trust everything you do. And uh Vin tries to give her back the ATM and Ellen tells her to keep it. And it is kind of decided at that point that Vin's gonna go to the mountains of Terrace and Ellen's gonna stay and try to fix the city. And that's the end of chapter forty four. So another epic fight. Um, we get to see um, the power of a Mistborn, and now with newly new Duralamine powers, mm-hmm. um, she's able to like collapse everything. And I remember when we in the earlier chapters we were talking about how Keep Hasting was would be extremely difficult to, to assault to assault because essentially it was developed as a big tower that the only way you can get up there was through essentially an elevator. And all they had to do was cut the elevator, and then you couldn't. There was no way to get up there, unless you're a Mistborn. Uh, you yep. can shoot yourself up there. Um, and this, like you said, we saw, we knew about Zane's plan. You know, essentially to set up Set as the Fall Guy and get Vin in a position where she would actually, you know, basically do the work for them. Um, but I, this coming to a head was just super interesting. Um, because we find out that Vin was just wrong, um, that, uh, said didn't have, you know, this ultimate power that he was sitting on. He was a desperate man doing desperate things. Um, he had no choice essentially other than to do something crazy and he had no real backup. Yeah. And it, cause they kept talking in the previous chapter, Alan was like, you know, everything he's doing seems like the signs of a desperate man, but why is he so desperate? That's what they were trying to figure out. And it turns out it's because he has no Alamancers left. And so he needs ATM to bribe Alamancers to his side. Essentially. Um, 
and uh we get to see haze killers again which i think is the first time we've seen haze killers since like early in final empire um which are just soldiers that are developed that specifically trained to fight mistborn um the big time we saw them in the final empire though was when we saw kelsier struggle to fight a group of i think he said like it was like 12 of them in mm -hmm. total but he took them on in like basically pairs of, a, of of half a dozen essentially he fought like six and the other six arrived and he left at that point and we saw that it was an incredible fight and we saw how devastating a mistborn can be and then we saw how devastating a mistborn at great power events against a still inquisitor can be and then it's all dwarfed by a mistborn with the ability or the understanding on how to burn drellaman right and so um and here's the thing too we talked about in the last in the last episode the last chapters how Rasur said your power is uh, is like that of equal to what a non-diluted mistborn would be so you're telling me that these mistborn with using Duralamin right now are about as powerful as the mistborn before their power got diluted so how powerful would they be burning Duralamin right right so like the like it's all like layers and layers and layers of power uh, which may, might explain something because like the Lord Ruler was super duper powerful, but he was also like a thousand years old. So he would be as powerful as the originals. And maybe that's the reason he was able to even pull in on people's on people's uh, medals, because we we are learning that the Lord Ruler obviously kept a lot of information. The Steel Ministry kept a lot of information away from the people. I think it would be dumb to say that the Lord Ruler didn't know about Duralamin. So he could have been Duralamin pulling on Vin during that final fight, which is why she even felt the metals inside of her body being pulled. I'm going to say probably not. And the reason I say that is because um, Duralamin is like a burst of power and he didn't oh, burst her. Sustained. He was pulling her the oh, whole time God. and she was she was pulling back. And that was the only reason she was able to even like keep keep or he was pushing her. And I think she was pulling um mm -hmm. and so he was like sustained it like you said like he was she was pulling and then she was able to get the mists and able to do that lord ruler <laughs> so um the other thing uh we got here um was and this i missed this completely on the first read through was that the alamancers that were with set that ven was like oh look he's being all sneaky were all straps, straps people, people. Like yeah. he never had Alamancers in his in his team that he you know hadn't trusted. I mean, assuming he's telling the truth, which why would he be lying? I mean, he would have had them by around to defend him. Um, mm. He had no reason to lie. Um, so that I, I completely missed that because that makes sense now. Like like oh, she recognized one of them. Well, of course, she probably wouldn't have seen everyone's face, you know, mm. absolutely perfectly. But like they were all. She mentioned that. Like, that's the thing, too, right? She called out and said, oh, Seth's trying to be clever. He's putting one in front of me without a smoker so I could see it. And that was the one she recognized. But it turns out, oh, no, Zane was clever. Zane was having a couple of them show their face for this moment. I don't even I, I don't even know if he did that. I mean, I think that may have been in hindsight. I don't know. It, 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 maybe, it, maybe. It, but I'm just saying, like, it was super, super interesting that, you know, they would end up thinking of doing that. Um but the other thing we find out is I don't know if we really got the full story about Ven and her mother. Um, like we, she says like her mother was hearing voices, and she killed her baby sister. Yeah, and then get and then gave her the ring like some sort of prize the saying yeah. yeah saying like like the way she explained it was saying some sort of prize to basically say I chose you over your sister. That's the way she worded it. Right, which is why I say I feel like 
Vin in that moment, the reason he was telling that she was telling Ellen that story was to kind of even show like, look, I'm doing crazy things. What I did was absolutely crazy. And look about look from the crazy I come from. I think it was she was trying to convince Ellen that she that he was she was bad for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe I mean, she she was just, I think, showing how messed up things were. I don't think she was implying that she could be crazy necessarily. I, just... I don't I don't mean like I don't think she ever doubts her own sanity. I don't think that I think she was using it as a way to go to Ellen and be like, look at how bad I am. Look, you know, bad apple from a bad tree. Right. And I think it was in her, you know, I, I remember actually one point when she gives him the ATM, I was like, wait a minute, didn't you talk about wanting to burn the ATM in the fight? And then she said, like, yeah, she threw it up, yeah. um, which I, it makes sense that that would happen. But I think this is the first time we've ever heard that, mm-hmm. that there's a thing like you could just do that. Um, yeah. So we, we understand like because it makes sense, right? Like it makes sense that dropping metal into your stomach your your your, your stomach isn't going to digest it like that so it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it makes 100 percent sense that yeah I, I, it's up. one of those things that like again it makes sense i just it wasn't confirmed until now mm-hmm. you know i mean the next thing Brandon, be, brandon's good at that yeah 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 <laughs> um so you know we we've got all these like big events happening you know now uh, they're having to deal with the like sets leaving uh and I didn't even think about this. Like clubs make a good point that Straff now just has to pull back and let the Colossus do the work. Um, and then he can come in and, you know, either save the city, you know, or look like a savior, or he can just, you know, take over with now a two weakened armies. Um, and um, all this, these, you know, big things start happening, but we get an even bigger drop as we get one more chapter again with Sazed. Hey everyone. Vod here. Please rate our podcast and follow us for regular episodes Monday through Friday. If you enjoy listening, consider subscribing. We are a very small project, so please support us with likes and comments. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ontos. That's patreon.com slash O-N-T-O-S. Thanks again, and remember, our sentience depends on you.